0: Okay, great. You guys grab a seat tonight. Grab a seat. We are telling you, God is... God, what's it, Shelly says? God is good? All the time. God is good. I, um, I, I want to just try to get... There's somewhere where we want to get to tonight, so if you're here tonight, tell somebody that you are blessed for being here. And there is, there is a blessing that's going to come upon your life just for being here. Um, Mike's ready to go. Let's take a look at a couple things. Tonight, what we're going to do tonight is we're going to release the prophetic word over living word fellowship. Okay, We're going to release that. So you guys are going to get something. And those of you that are watching us on the internet, you guys are going to get something also tonight. So um, anyways, get ready for tonight. I want to talk about the truth. Say the truth. I want to talk a little bit about the truth of prophecy. I am going to lay down a foundation, and then tonight as the words are being released, it's going to build that foundation, okay? So first of all, if you've got your Bibles, turn with me to Second Peter, or iPad, or iPhone. I want you guys to know I am breaking out, and I'm using this iPad tonight. So if I mess up, please give me grace. But I was, I was like, how do I get a Word document and onto my iPad? Shelly was like, email it to yourself. So I emailed it and put it on here, and it's, it's actually working. So I want you guys to know that there is a miracle already taking place tonight. Amen? It's a miracle, and it's me probably using this electronic device. Um, I have no problem with electronic devices. I believe that you use it for the things of God, and it's be an asset to your life. Can I get an Amen. Okay, uh, real quick, I want to talk a little bit about the importance of prophecy in the life of believer. Some of you may know what that is. Um, before I do that, Dwayne, would you come up here just a second, please? <laughs> you know what I got for you, don't you? I love Dwayne, and... I was talking to him about doing this, and I finally got and, and did it. It's uh, I got his very own study Bible, and engraved on the front, we put his name, and we just want to honor you. We just want to honor him tonight, and. I just uh, I've been I've been excited about getting it. I was like Ooh, I'm like a kid with you know at Christmas time. I'm like I want Shelley wants to give gifts, so she's not real good. And Rachel's the same way. It's like when they get a gift for you and they've got to wait a week. It doesn't work that way. There's like you know a week doesn't work. They just want to give it away right away. But I want to talk a little bit a bit about prophecy. Say prophecy. I want to dispel some things. Some people say the prophetic word is not for now, that it's passed away, that it's gone, and that's not biblically accurate, okay? The prophetic word is still for today. And some people were like, well, the prophetic word was in the Old Testament and they prophesied about Jesus. And, And we're going to talk a little bit about that because there were Old Testament prophecies. And the Old Testament prophets, Moses, Elijah, um, Elisha, Gad, Nathan, uh, Aju, Jehu. These guys prophesied. Nehemiah, Jeremiah, Isaiah. They prophesied in the things of God. Um, Ezekiel, Hezekiah, they all were prophets in the Old Testament. Um, Hosea, Joel, just to name a few of them tonight. But the prophecies were directed towards Israel. They were directed towards God's people. And... Sometimes we know that the prophecies came and there was judgment within the prophecies now these were Old Testament prophets and they prophesied that but most importantly the prophets when they prophesied they prophesied about Jesus who was the coming Messiah say the Messiah. So they prophesied about the Messiah, the Messiah, the Messiah. If you will look into the Old Testament through New Testament eyes, you'll begin to see the Old Testament, and everything within that Old Testament is pointing to Jesus. It's pointing to Jesus. It's, you can look at the nation of Israel and at the judgment that was going to come upon them. The reason there was the judgment because we were under the law. And that really turned them to say, where's my Messiah? Where's my Savior? To look in it that way. Second Chronicles says this, twenty twenty. It says this about, um, about the prophets. It says, believe in the Lord your God and you shall be established. And believe his, what? And you shall and you shall prosper. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. The New American Standard Version says, put your trust in his prophets and succeed. Succeed. So the prophets, the prophetic word that's going to be even released tonight, we want you to realize that it's important. We listen to the prophetic words over our lives. We war over those things. Paul told Timothy to war over the prophetic word. That kind of blows the theology understanding that the prophecies were good up until the time of Jesus, and then after Jesus, the prophecies were no good, because Paul and Timothy came after Jesus, and Paul told Timothy to war over the word that was spoken over you by your mother and your grandmother, okay? So prophecy, here's what it is. Prophecy is the Spirit of God speaking through his people. The Spirit of God speaking through his people. I told you to turn with me to Second Peter. And let's look at verses 1 through 19. Second Peter 1 through 19. Everybody there say, I'm there. Anybody not say, I'm not. I'm not. I'm getting there. Please be patient with me. Here we go. First Peter, Second Peter. Um, let's look at verses 1. Chapter 1, let's look at verses 19. Gosh, it's all good. Let's read 19 through 21. Wow. Yeah. So we have the prophetic word made more sure to which you do well to pay attention as to the lamp shining in the dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Verse 20. But you know this. First of all, that no prophecy of Scripture is a matter of one's own interpretation. For no prophecy was ever made by an act of human will. But men, moved by the Spirit of God, spoke from God. So the Spirit of God, the Spirit of prophecy, we could even say, believe me, the atmosphere is charged with the Spirit of prophecy. And, and tonight, we're going to begin to release some things. So each year, we have a prophetic word for the year. We talk about the prophetic word. We try to walk in the prophetic word. What, what does this do, and why, does it, why, why do we do it? It helps us live a life of Christ. It helps me live. If you take that prophetic word and you look at it and you read over it and you get it in your heart, it will help you follow Christ in a, in a strong way. Can I get an amen? So we believe in the gift of prophecy. You can find it in Romans 12. You can find it in Corinthians 12, 13, and 14. 1 Corinthians thirteen nine says, we know in part and we prophesy in part. So a prophetic word... By itself is only part. Say part. So there's parts. So could I say it this way? As the prophetic words come, there are pieces. It's almost like a jigsaw puzzle. There's parts that you put together. Some of the prophetic words that were spoken over us, spoken over Living Word Fellowship, um, is spoken over our lives individually, they, they, they may just now be coming to pass, okay? So what we have to say is this, the prophetic word is not positively. it's possibility. It's not a positively that this is absolutely going to happen in your life. Because I could have a prophetic word tonight that I'm going to walk to the left and I never walk to the left, I walk to the right. So I have a part to play. Turn to your neighbor and say, you got a part. Come on, tell them, you got a part to play. You've got a part to play. So a lot of times people are like, well, this is what the prophetic word was. Well, if you never pursued God so passionately, that word may not ever come to pass. Doesn't mean it's not still out there to come to pass, but it may not have come to pass. So let's take a look at a couple things real quick on what prophecy is, all right? What what prophecy is. Let me tell you this. Prophecy is not the psychic. Okay? Actually prophecy is somebody the psychic is somebody that has a god-given prophetic gift that the enemy has captured and brought over And they're believing a lie that they're using it for the kingdom of dark and not the kingdom for light Okay, so prophecy is the spirit of God We just read it that comes on a person and they begin to speak forth this, what, what the Spirit of God says. So let's look at what prophecy is for. First thing that prophecy is for, it's just two things, real quick, is number one is to build you up. Say that. Build you up. Prophecies to what? Build you up. It's to build you up. 1 Corinthians 14, 3, it says, One who prophesies speaks to men for edification and exhortation and consolation. Are you with me? Edification—it builds you up. To edify, when you look it up in the Greek, it means to build you up. How many of y'all need to be built up? Because the world will tear you down. I mean, there's sometimes I gotta just look in the mirror and go, "It's okay, Rick. you're gonna make it. Come on, buddy, you the man. Come on, you can do it. You can do it. You know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That it builds you up. So when we have a prophetic word, the prophetic word is number one to what? build you up okay number 2 let me give you the next thing I mean, even i can back it up with scripture number 1 is to build you up number 2 it's to build up the church to build up the church and 1 corinthians 14:4 4, it says anyone who speaks in a tongue edifies himself but the one who prophesies edifies the church. So prophetic words. So when Virginia and on Sunday mornings or Wednesday, whenever she'll come and give a prophetic word, some of y'all may not know. I've had some people go, well, that we've talked to that really have never been around the prophetic. It was like, what's that lady doing when she gets up there and walks around and says those things? You know what I mean? And a lot of times what I'll do is I'll say, how did you feel? Oh, it made me feel good. Then I would say it built her up. And it also builds up the church. So it says, one who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. You know, when you pray in the Spirit, you want to build yourself up. And that's what that's about. But then he goes on and he says, but one who prophesies builds up the church. Turn to your neighbor and say, get built up. So a lot of times, listen. Listen, this, I'm going to get real serious for a moment. A lot of times people discount the prophetic. Oh, that's that church prophecy. They're just doing those things. Let me give you a scripture. Go to that next slide. 1 Thessalonians five nineteen through 22. It says, don't quench the spirit. Don't treat prophecies with what? Contempt. But test them all. Hold on to what is good. I love it. Hold on to what is good and reject what's evil. So if somebody comes in and, and really prophesies and it's an evil prophecy, he's saying reject that evil stuff. You hold on to what is good. Hold on to what is good So whether you've been brought up in it or not Whether you don't understand it And there are, there are people that don't understand the prophetic So they discount it They hold it with contempt And I'm just saying don't do that Don't do that tonight Let God speak to something to you And it's going to begin to build you up And it's going to make you stronger tonight are You, you want to be stronger? Amen, I do too And that's what it's about So here's what we're going to do real quick we're gonna we've got one real quick in the next hour. Forty five minutes, whatever it might be. Um, we're gonna have those Virginia's had a group and they've prayed and they've heard what the word of the Lord saying. We're gonna have you guys come up and read this prophetic word. Now, how does that affect you? How does that affect you? Because I want you to listen by the Spirit, not just here with your physical ears, but here with your heart, of what that word is saying to the corporate body of Living Word Fellowship, when we get done, we're going to take all this together, we're going to type it all up, and we're going to upload it on the website. So there's some times that you may just say, man, I'm, I'm just kind of worn down, you know what I mean, and you need to be built up. You guys can go on, you get your phone, lo- log on to the website, read that prophetic word and go, oh, yeah, I remember that Wednesday night when we released that prophetic word. I am going to grab something tonight. Now listen, it's going to be out there, but it's up to you to get a hold of it. All right? It's kind of like, you know, I can take you to eat dinner, but you're the one that's got to sit down and put the fork and get it in your mouth. You've got to eat. Are you ready tonight? I'm rubbing my tummy because I'm hungry for the prophetic word. I want to hear what the Lord's saying to us all together. And and some of the things Steve may hear might be a little bit different than Linda. Linda might be a little bit different than Tatum. But there's going to be some things. Are you ready to get something tonight? I'm ready to get something. There's going to be something that I'm going to look at and go, Ooh, that's it. Ooh, that's me. Ooh, that's me. Ooh, that might be Virginia. Ooh, but this one's me. Oh, that one's Mario. But ooh, this one's mine. Okay? So here's what I'm going to give you the right to do tonight. Be a little selfish. Okay, You can be a little selfish tonight and get this prophetic word and pull it down and, and get a hold of it. Can I, I'm going to start off with Robert's word tonight. Let's pray first. Father, first of all, we, are, we know that the spirit of prophecy is in this house. We thank you, Lord God, that we know that the prophetic word is to build us up and build the church up. And tonight, as we release into this atmosphere, I release strength and joy and and peace and patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. I release, Lord God, a peace of God that transcends all understanding to be upon people's hearts and minds. I release destiny and plan and purpose, Lord God, as they begin to receive this word tonight in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Robert wasn't able to be here tonight, so I'm going to read his his prophetic word and then Tatum's coming after me and then and then Michelle okay so when we get when I get done you go ahead and come right on up you don't have to wait you you, you can you can come right up okay you guys ready to listen prophetic word over living word fellowship 2014 and beyond you are anchored where i want you corporately and individually This does not mean that you are prisoners linked in chains. This means that you are settled into a firm foundation. I've begun to expand the structure that has been started here. The foundation that I have laid here can handle a larger structure than you enjoy right now. And I am moving, adjusting, planning, focusing you so that this new structure comes to pass. Wow. I'm already happy. Enjoy this individually and corporately. You, my children, I have laid on you to steward the hearts that I am now softening for my purpose. You are up to this task. Let me say that again. You are up to this task. This is not a duty. This will be an opportunity for tears of joy. You will teach them to worship properly, both who and how. You will envelop them in your love. You will offer your fingers to them, guide their steps as both of you walk towards and follow me. This will be a time of great joy, but also opposition. Remember this, though your identity is not in yours to shape or create, through your identity is not yours to shape or create, I have created each of you as new creatures. For my good purpose. And you have each submitted to that in faith. This identity is not something that can be taken away from you. The world did not give you this identity. And it cannot take it away from you. This will be a time of rediscovering with me. Come to my lap. Seek me out. And I will again show you your identity in me. I have taken the old you Washed you with my hands, clothed you with my hands, fed you with my hands, taught you with my lips, all to cultivate and preserve a good place for my spirit to dwell, rest, live with, within you for my purposes and your pleasure. You are my child. You are also representatives of my kingdom. The kingdom, the first, is primary. Your relationship with me is key and will allow you to be second. Excuse me. Is Your relationship with me is key, and will allow you to be the second by simply living where you have placed you, and the way that I have, in fatherly concern, asked you to live. This is my commandment to you as your father. Be alive, living, active. Be alive, living, active people in my image, and bring those who are not... Are not to me so that they they may also be. Bring those who are not to me so that they may also be. This is the time for you to enjoy life with me. Regardless of strife and opposition. I am with you. And you may share the joy. Let's give the Lord some praise for that word.
1: Okay. Well, I was rereading mine, and I felt a little preachiness coming up, and so I'm going to try just to read and not. (laughs) The Year of Four Ps. Uh, The first one, pursuit. Pursue the Lord with with greater tenacity and focus. Draw near to him, and he will draw near to us. As LWF pursues him, the Lord is pursuing this body like never before. He is wanting to pour his heart into LWF, and to reveal himself in a deeper, more intimate way. Pursue truth. Pursue love. Pursue the goodness of God. Pursue his blessings. All of these things and more await for this body. Second P is purpose. As you pursue the Lord, he will reveal corporately and individually a clearer purpose and vision for each in this body. Everyone here has a purpose, and those who pursue will find his or her purpose In a deeper uh, way. A deeper revelation of identity is coming, and with that, a greater understanding of purpose awaits. A purpose to reproduce heaven here on earth, a purpose to advance his kingdom, a purpose to love. Number three is passion. With purpose comes passion. A deep passion for worship is coming to this body. No longer will the songs sung here be merely words and notes written on pages. Instead, they will be love songs written on the hearts of the people. Love songs to the Father and love songs from the Father. New revelation of his love will spring forth intimate worship in this place, which will create an atmosphere in this body and this city for transformation and change. Passion for his presence will be contagious. The spiritually hungry will come to feed on his presence and find true satisfaction unlike anything the world can give. And number four is promises. This is a year of promises coming to pass, not because of what you've done to earn them, but because you are resting in the identity and purpose that God has given you. Identity as a son is, and daughter of God, and purpose as a reproducer of heaven here on earth. Promises of health, promises of restoration, promises of prosperity, promises of the lost coming home, promises of deliverance. All of God's promises are yes and amen in 2014. So, and in a nutshell, 2014, pursue love, purpose found, Passion renewed, and promises manifested.
2: Okay. My, my uh, prophetic vision that God gave me can pretty much be summed up in one sentence, but um, the way God showed it to me was he literally showed it to me, and then he told it to me. So I'm going to do a little sharing um, For those of you who don't know my son, my son is eight and he's eight years old. Um, He can be a little stubborn. (laughs) Gets that from me. Um, But I want to teach him the word. I want to get it in him. I want to create that atmosphere at home. But sometimes he can be a little stubborn. You know, he just doesn't want to hear it. Doesn't want to, you know, listen or read the Bible or whatever. And so um, anyway, I was a little concerned about him. We had gone several weeks without really doing anything. And I wanted to assess where he was spiritually and um, sometimes we have mommy sun dates so one night we were laying in bed and we're watching a movie and you know I just thought well I'll kind of bring this up a little bit so we started to have a conversation about God and so what he showed me through Aiden was just amazing I mean I was completely awestruck so um, I'm going to share that with you so Aiden and I are talking you know and I'm trying again to assess where he is And he starts telling me these things that God shows him. And I get excited because God shows me things. So I'm like, wow, you know, he's showing things to my son. This is really exciting. And so uh, one of the things that really caught my attention was we're talking, and he goes, Mom, God showed me this thing one time. I was like, okay. He's like, so close your eyes and picture this. Okay. So I do it. I close my eyes, and he goes, Mom, picture Jesus in heaven. I'm like, okay. I said, I, I see it. He goes, well, Jesus is in heaven, and you can look around everywhere, and there's these flying pieces of paper everywhere. I'm like, okay. He goes, now imagine Jesus reaches up, and he grabs these pieces of paper, and he gives them to angels, and they go off, and they do things with them. So, for those of you who don't know, there are scriptures that talk about flying scrolls, and on these scrolls are Judgments. Okay, so what happens is they're taken and they are handed out. <laughs> and so I was just like, What? <laughs> what did you say? Did you really say that? But I mean, he believed it. He didn't know the scripture. And so I said, Did you know that there's actually scripture about that? It says that in the Bible. He goes, I didn't know that. I said, That's real. And so it's exciting when you get to see your kids and you get to hear those kinds of things coming from their mouths and you get to see that God is really speaking to them. It's exciting. He didn't know it was in the, the Bible, but he was saying it and it was real. And so, you know, we're, we're conversing a little bit more and he's telling me about how he remembers um, how he felt the presence of the Holy Spirit the first time and um, how it prompted him to ask Jesus into his heart, you know, It's one of those things, I don't know if if you guys question that, but sometimes I question, how do you know if people really get that, you know? And he explained it to me. I mean, it was just so real to him. So that was really exciting for me. And he told me about a lot of other things. And just the wisdom that was coming from him was amazing. So he described how healing works through the power of the Holy Spirit. Not through us, but through the power of the Holy Spirit through us. He also told me how God always wants to answer our prayers. But sometimes, when it doesn't happen right away, it's because he has to move things around so he can answer them. Wisdom. (laughs) I'm just getting goosebumps thinking about this. But, I mean, the wisdom that our children have is absolutely amazing. So, like I said, I was blown away. You know, God showed me, you know, just how he's working through our children. And so that's when God revealed to me that this year is a year of coming into a new maturity. He showed me that it would be led by our children, nursery age to fourth and fifth grade and up. This message is especially important for Jason and Jessica, and I know they're not in here. And, you know, their family in general, they have sowed so much into our children. They give and give and give to our children. It's their calling, and, and it's their passion, and they love it. And they've been instrumental in helping to prepare the soil, lovingly tending the seeds that they've planted, and now's the time of the harvest. So what the enemies tried to stop, block and destroy, it's overcoming. Praise the Lord.
3: <laughs> My two and can be summed up in one sentence. Um, the condensed part, and and I wrote this just for Pastor Virginia to to put something with it. Uh, so I said, the, the condensed part is, all I have in store for this body for this year will be birth and prayer. I mean, that's the condensed. All I have in store for this body this year will be birth and prayer. Uh, so now I'm going to tell you everything else, God said. He said, Write these words: I am cleansing the body of Christ this year. I am preparing my body to be without spot or wrinkle. In order to accomplish this great undertaking, I need willing prayer warriors to lift up the body. This year there will be those I have called and ordained to pray for the nation, the state, the city, and the church like never before. I will raise up men and women from this body whose sole purpose, job, is to pray and intercede. All I have in store for this body this year will be birthed in prayer. Prayers... Will be on the front lines this year like they have never been before in this body. Many will say, I don't have time. But I will make time for them. I will give my especial anointed prayers time and more time. What took hours to accomplish in intercession in the past will now take minutes. I will be on the scene, in the scene, and about the scene.
2: <laughs> I'm going on, oh, Mustard.
3: Release my anointed prayer people into their ministry now. All I have ordained to take place in this body will be birthed in prayer. This is your word. Um, and let me say one thing about that. God didn't say intercessors. People get scared. Oh, I'm not an intercessor. Well, I'm not either, you know. I can't, I can't pray for hours on end. Half hour I'm good. <laughs> you know, then my mind goes, and then I have to come back in. You know, I'm not alone. But I am a prayer. One time when I started intercessory prayer night, um, you know, I told Pastor Virginia, I said, I'm not an intercessor. I'm just here because I have the key to the church. And God said, let's do it. (laughs) God said, let's do it. And she says, but you can pray. I said, you know, that's right. I can pray. I'm a prayer. And so that's why God says he didn't call them intercessors. He says, prayers.
4: This is what God gave to me for you. He said, Living Word Fellowship Church is important to me, but only because each person that gathers here is important to me. It's a representation of the work that my son completed on earth. When I speak of this church, I am not speaking of stone and mortar and wood. I'm speaking of each individual that connects to me here, each man, each woman, each child. Over the years, I have sent you the hurting, and as one, you have held them, supported them, and wept. You've seen me do great things in the lives of people, and you've rejoiced. I've sent you the hungry, and you gave them food, the injured, and you ministered relief to them. When the rejected came, you loved and accepted them. In 2014, you were like a foundation that has been perfected and cured. A piece of concrete and steel that is laid bare and primed for the builders. Your destiny is to become a glorious house that will stand as a testament for generations. When the storm comes, you will stand because your foundation is true and your anchors are deep. This house does not belong to you, it's for you. It's for the perfecting and the protecting of my people. It is to stand as an outpost, a refuge for the hurting, and as a stronghold against the wiles of your enemy, the devil. So now I am preparing to build. I am turning soldiers into craftsmen. Like those who worked with Nehemiah, they will build with their whole heart. Your adversary has seen what I am prepared to do in this place, so I am assigning armed guards at your vulnerable places. And Debbie, you just spoke of that. Your builders are warriors, so they will work with a tool in one hand and a spear in the other, for they know the cost and the prize. You are well able to overcome your opposer and bring to earth what has been designed in heaven from the very beginning. You are steel wrapped in love. You will fight as you build, and you will win. You are the foundation of a lasting work, tried and convinced of me dig wells, plant vines, put up walls. What you're building is for the generations to come. <clears throat>
5: 20 2014 2014 is a time to realize. For quite some time, God has been speaking to me that all we have to do is realize. Realize who we are in him. We don't have to long for something outside of ourselves. We just have to realize and walk in what we already have, the fullness of the Godhead living in us. And then this was from 1229-2013. As I was worshiping this morning, Peter, James, and John's trip with Jesus up on the Mount of Transfiguration in Luke 9:28 came, came to mind. I had always wondered about Peter's plan to build three tabernacles on that spot at that time. God immediately interrupted in a cloud and said, This is my son. Hear him. Because God immediately interrupted, I'd always thought that Peter's idea to build tabernacles was not what God wanted that peter was wrong this morning god spoke to me that peter wasn't wrong he just didn't have full revelation yet not too much later in acts 5 people brought the sick to peter so that if just his shadow fell on them they would be healed on the mount of transfiguration peter didn't have the revelation that he was the tabernacle he didn't need to build something outside of himself by Acts 5, he'd gotten the revelation that he was the tabernacle. Jesus said, The kingdom is within you. We are the ha- tabernacle. We just have to realize.
6: This one is from Christy, and she's back in Children's Church, and we just couldn't get her out of there. So. <clears throat> you know, she's quite a seer, so, so uh, what she sees, she writes. So, Elevation is the first thing. She says, I'm elevating you to a new height. I'm bringing you to a place you've never been before. In this year, you'll experience breakthrough in many areas. More than that, you'll experience a repositioning. Prepare yourself for this repositioning. Get ready, for in this year, as you prepare yourself, I will lift you up. This will not be because of anything you have strived to do, but because you have chosen to seek after me and after my agenda and my decisions. The second thing is expect. Indeed, expect the things I'm doing to be great and wonderful. I tell you the truth, the things you will experience this year cannot be done by another. I am going before you to prepare the way as you prepare yourselves. When you walk through the place where I have already been, you will encounter great things, heavenly things. The next one is follow. Follow me as I'm moving before you to straighten your path and to remove the stumbling block. Although in the natural you may not see the way, but rather the stumbling blocks and the obstacles, I tell you that I am removing them from before you. Stay behind me. Don't step to the left or the right, because I'm only clearing the path that's right in front of you. Therefore, stay on my path for you. And the last thing is lead. You will lead others down this same path. Even as you are stepping into new things, I am positioning you to lead others. You will be the groundbreaker in new areas. You will cut the path for those who are following you and for those who are watching you. Embrace them even as I have embraced you.
7: Believe the Lord to say that there's been much toil and trouble with little reprieve it seemed but I encourage you it's not in vain and he reminded me of Isaiah 66 9 which says do I bring to the moment of birth and not give delivery says the Lord do I close up the womb when I bring to delivery says the Lord so much is coming so much had to be tweaked and prepared Fertile ground has to be tilled to produce the greatest harvest. Fear not, I am with you. Trust, don't despair, and I will produce in you the promise of my word. Rejoice like never before. Now's the time to put your hand to the plow and not look back. I love you and have geared you to be optimistic in adversity, patient in trial, and enduring in uncertainty.
8: A few years ago, when we started doing this, or when I—I I guess it was I was here and I was asked to maybe give a word, it would be little tiny things, you know, like three or four words. <clears throat> so I, I think that Pastor Virginia's anointing is rubbing off on me. <laughs> I, I, I was trusting for your word to be longer, so mine doesn't stand out so much. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> so this is the year of exceedingly abundantly above and beyond. All you could ever ask or think. If, that's, if you don't walk away with anything else, remember that. This is the year of exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond all you could ever ask or think. Did not I say nothing would be impossible for those who would believe? So ask me and believe this year. Don't settle for little or nothing at all from the master's table for yet another year. Don't settle for another year of seeing only what you can do in your own strength. If you would just ask, I'm ready and willing to show up and show off to manifest my goodness and my glory on your behalf. You've been called to dine in the presence of your enemies. Yet some have allowed those enemies to stand between you and my table, and convince you that my goodness and abundance is for another time or for another people. But it's you, you I've called now to see giants fall. You I've called to rise above all the works of the enemy, to not only feast at my table, but to bring as many as you can to dine as well. I have more than enough for all. Some are saying, but I did pray. And I did believe, and I asked God for the impossible in past years, and it didn't happen. So why should I be disappointed one more time? Because faith, your faith, pleases me. What you see as failure from Earth's perspective, from heaven, is a resounding victory. Just because you dared ask. Did not I say faith is the victory that overcomes the world? Don't allow the enemy or your flesh to define what victory looks like or what victory is. I'm pleased when you ask me for the impossible. And every time, every time you have asked me for the impossible has been a victory in my book. And my book is the only one that counts. So don't stop asking. Don't stop believing. You will yet see my goodness and my glory manifest in the land of the living. Did not I say to ask me for nations? So ask me for that family member who you think I can't ever reach. And after I bring them to myself, ask me for another. Ask and keep on asking. Try me in this. Whatever you think I can't do and is too big or too hard for me, that's what you need to begin to ask and believe me for this year. Ask and believe and you will see my goodness and glory manifest in ways you never thought possible. You will begin to walk with me in my realm when nothing's impossible and where exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond all you could ever ask or think is normal, everyday life.
9: The Lord is saying to us, 2014 is the year to rise and shine with the light of my glory. Rise up and step out of the boat. You can walk on water. In this season, embrace the new and trust my unfailing love and my desire for the highest and greatest good for you. As you step out into new places this year, you will be changed. You will discover new passion, new expectations, new freedom, and hope restored. My sons and daughters will rise up in power, love, and light. Equipped to change neighborhoods, cities, states, nations for the kingdom of God. I am the light of the world, and you are my hope in the earth. Through you, my love is poured out on the hurting, the broken, and the unbelieving. Through you, they see me. Through you, the sick are healed, the dead are raised, the lepers are cleansed, and the captives are set free. Through you, show them me. Those who look continually for the goodness of God will not be focused on all that is not right and the world around them. This is the year to let praise be continually on your lips of all that you are observing and experiencing with me. My beloved, rejoice in my favor and blessing that will follow you everywhere you go this year as you step out of the old, and into the new with me.
6: So I'm like the mother with the kids. I asked the more of you. I I had about 19 or maybe 20 of you that I asked you to get back with me, but some of you got busy, I guess. So if you you want to be included in this next year, well, um, just let me know. Um, Mine's long. Is that okay? (laughs) I wrote this back in December. And um, uh, I've been living it ever since. And what God is going to do is so... This is the best year we've had yet. I'm telling you, God is opening doors that he's not opened for for this body even now. he's opened them now, and they haven't been opened before. I'm trying to spit it out. This is the day that God is just—it's like He's up in heaven and He's just dropping gifts. He's just dropping them everywhere. I'm telling you, I've I've listened to other prophetic words. I always like to get mine first because I don't want to listen to prophetic words and and have you know think oh well I said that I can't say that and whatever. So I try to get mine, you know, in December early so that that I don't pick up somebody else's. Well, when I started reading the prophetic words, I'm just blown away. It is just blessing and blessing and blessing. Doors are opening. God is moving like he never has. So just expect this year to be the best one you've ever had. And God said, I'll repay what was meant for harm. And I'm going to restore all that seems lost, for things are not what they seem. People will see living word fellowship in a true light. They will see the truth and run to it. They will embrace what you've been giving away freely. They will walk with you, advancing my kingdom. The devil is so disturbed because people are seeing my truth and they are running to it and with it. My blessings will now come upon you, and they will even overtake you. I'm not just sending a few. They are flowing from my hand now. This is a time of increase. This is my day of restoration. Although the enemy, when you start to talk, you can't speak because your mouth is sticking together. Ah. Does anybody else have that problem? This is a time of increase. This is my day of restoration. Although the enemy has, thank you, has ravished and stolen and destroyed, I will restore all. Guess what my word is for this year? Restoration Wonder where I got it, huh? Thank you. Honey. I am opening new doors with new access, and I'm giving new revelation. I will manifest myself in ways you have not seen, in ways you haven't even asked, and in ways you have waited for. What has been unclear and even confusing will now begin to be clear and confusion will disappear. We are in a quantum leap move. Nothing is impossible, and even in a nanosecond, things will change, and you will go forward with great movement for me. I am pouring out new wine, and I need new wineskins. People were not interested in me or any part of what I'm building will get a taste of my wine, and they will totally change. This is a time of families reconciling, a time of the prodigal one coming home. Trust me and expect these things. It is a time of peace and tranquility. The storm has been fierce. And now the winds are laying down. The gentle rain of my spirit is falling. And a new peace that passes all understanding is covering like a warm blanket. The path for you is laid out in front of you. Each step is ordained by me. As you step, new revelation and anointing comes to you. Not just to the pastors or the leaders, but it's a time when all of you will see me in my fullness and truly know I only have good to give. I'm pouring out my gifts to my body, and now you're finally ready for them. I see each of you taking at least one, and many of you are taking many, and you're opening these. I see you putting them on like a cloak and walking in them. As you flow in these gifts, you will see me in a whole different perspective. I will continue to pour on you because you've opened yourselves up for all of me. I am your blessing. When I say I will bless you, it means much more than money in the bank, but it does mean that. It means more than jobs coming to you, but it does mean that. It means relationships restored, a vibrant place of worship, revelation of my word being preached over and over and over. And those who have lost their way will find my path, travel back to me. And those who have never known me will now come into our family. When I say blessed, it means so much more than you can think or even imagine. I want you to expect all these and more. For more is your word for 2014. This is a year to top all years. 2014 added up is seven. Two plus one plus four is seven. This is completion, happiness, fullness, finances, emotions, bodies healed, and your spiritual life blooming. Don't miss what I have for you. Look for me in every situation and circumstance, and even expect my suddenlies. I have mapped out your way to find me, to seek me, to know me, and as you become intimate in your time with me, you'll walk in another dimension. This is a place you never knew you could live, and a place prayers will be answered, and the beauty of my presence will show forth in you and in your life. This is a time I've waited for and now is. So receive what I'm doing. Receive what I'm giving. And receive who I am and walk with me. Such a time as this is for you. And that's all of that. And <clears throat> Lynn, I, I want you to stand. I know this is a word over Living Word Fellowship. But... The Lord says this has been a year that you would like to forget. But He's going to do something so, so strange to you and so different. He's taking you out of the box that you have lived in. It's a box that's all structured, and, and it's it's got doors and windows that are securely tightened. And he's taking you out of that box, Lynn, and you're going to be free to do the things that you've always wanted to do, things you didn't feel like you could because you were afraid people would not allow it. But God wants you to know he allows it. He's telling you this is your time to walk in freedom, and it's your time to have a... a, a A relationship with him that will just surpass anything you've ever even dreamed about. Because I know in the natural that you've desired that. But God says it's going to be more than you could even, you can even put words to. And so as this year comes and as it's, uh, as it's months since your husband has passed, he wants you to know it's okay to grieve, but it's time to get out of the boat. It's time to walk out of that structure that you have so securely positioned yourself in and now begin to fly. Because you have got wings to fly and God is going to show you things you've never dreamed about. Hallelujah. I guess that just lets you know, you know, that we don't just make this up. (laughs) Hope hope you don't think that we do. Okay, I'd like for you all to stand. And so, in the name of Jesus, I release every word that's been said tonight. I release it to go forth and strike you right in your hearts. And I say, believe the words that you've heard, for they are true. The Bible says we can decree a thing, and it will be established. And tonight, we've been decreeing what God is going to do in this year, 2014. And so now we're going to expect him to establish it and as this year progresses i want you to look for the signs of manifestation of every prophecy i want you to expect again i want you to believe again i want you to to begin to move whatever you've been doing if you're stagnant if you're just standing i want you to move if you're going backwards i want you to go forwards God is doing something new in this time, and it's something we all want to be a part of. And so I release that to you, and I say, Lord, I thank you for every word that's been spoken, and we declare the manifestation is coming in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Come on, did you get something tonight? Did you pull it down? Just kind of pull that thing down Said, say, look, I'm going to... I'm going to receive that. Doors are opening. Things are happening. Just put your hand on your heart. Father, we bless your people tonight. We thank you that this word will not return to you void, but it will do what it's planned and purposed to do. We thank you that it encourages, that it edifies, that it strengthens, that it gives hope, that it releases joy, Lord God. And we just bless your people here tonight in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful uh, evening tonight. If you need prayer tonight, we're here to pray for you. We love you. We bless you. We send you on your way tonight. God bless you.